When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, my name is Chris Lambert. On this channel, we talk Kanye West, and this is probably going to be a little bit of a controversial video uh, for some of you. Uh, I know that there are some people that watch that are like, how dare you ever say anything like negative or slightly critical, like you're fake, you're false, but uh, eh. I think this is at least worth bringing up and addressing because I feel like it's something that Ye himself has just recently gotten upset about the fact that adidas was releasing yeezys that he didn't approve of that he didn't uh name them approve the colorway anything like that or that adidas was releasing uh shoes that looked like the easy slides right like how dare they but there have been a number of creatives in the last few months really that have been talking about the fact that they shared designs with Ye's team after getting a request from Ye, even talking to Ye himself and submitting like material, showing him things, and then seeing those designs appear in Yeezy Gap products, Yeezy products, and feeling taken advantage of, feeling uh, unhappy about it. And I just think it's worth bringing up just to bring attention to and maybe the same way that Ye talks about uh, him fighting for things that will help other artists in the future. This seems to be one of those cases that even if these things are slights, even if one of them is true, it seems to be there's an issue with artists getting brought in their looks kind of sampled and them not getting the appropriate credit or payments. And that's maybe a difference between the music world and the fashion world. In the music world, Ye is very generous with all of the credits, right? He's giving people writing credits, even if they are in the room and may not suggest a line or anything that gets used. Because they were in the room throwing out ideas, they get a writing credits. Uh, all the people that Ye samples <laughs> also get credits on the song and get paid, right? But these designers are getting sampled and Ye, in most cases, is improving on the product, refining the product, making it superior. But at the same time, it's based on what these other artists did and they're not getting the same recognition or the same payments, it seems, that they would get in the music space and industry. And of course, these are one-sided stories. It might be something where Ye's getting like contracts with all of these people where he's paying them, they got some sort of okay. Maybe it's not as, maybe some of these people are exaggerating what's being said, but once enough of these stories kind of come up, it seems like it's at least worthwhile to dive into. So it was this post that really kicked this off and it's this Frankie Baca guy here. And you can see here that he has this first post uh, and it says, thank you everyone for showing support, but do not blame Kanye West or Digital Nas, etc. I don't know exactly who took. I want to give all my friends I met through Digital Nas the benefit of the doubt. There are so many people these days that I don't know watching my stories, website, etc. Could have been anyone, but the fact is this is my design. 
uh, Kanye West or anyone in a position to help me. I ask, what would God do in this situation? It's so easy to help me really for a billion dollar corporation to be doing this. I never wanted to be in this position. There are heroes to me and it's very upsetting, but I work every hour of every day for this dream while I'm struggling to pay my bills, let alone be creative. I have to stand up for myself and small creatives around the world. Uh, who this happens to, it can happen to you too, but we can't let uh, your continue. You can see when I first posted my glasses in stories, also for sale on my exclusive accounts. So he's saying how Kanye West Yeezy Gap stole slash borrowed. And this is also the thing too. There are so many people on Ye's team that you don't know who's seeing what and then passing it off as their own work. Or if Ye even knows that this stuff is happening, it might be something where he's not even aware that somebody's showing him something that they got from somebody after being in like actual contact with that person. But they're talking about the Yeezy Gap uh, shades here. And you can kind of see that there's this design to them, but there is like a, a difference in the cuts, in the style. Like there are going to be people that see this and they're like, reach, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. But it's never like just straight up theft where these things are problems. If you're in the artistic world, you know that it's often just like, the style of the thing, uh, that it's these reflective shades that have this big look to them that are wrapping around. It may not have that same bumper, right? These are more refined, aerodynamic, they're cooler, uh, more minimal, but you can see the basic idea is the same. And that's usually the kind of issue that crops up in these creative works and why it's so divisive of a thing. You can compare two scenes in a movie and be like, this is clearly like plagiarizing this movie. And they'll be like, but in that scene, it's a couple. And in this other scene, it's kids. So it's not exactly the same. It's like, yeah, but they're taking the idea. And what's the line between inspiration and theft and in this case it doesn't seem to be like exact theft right but it's one of those things like should this person maybe be paid something for like collaborating or inspiring and what is that line like that's the thing that happens in fashion in any art all the time like you see a movie i just saw the movie barbarian and i was blown away by it if i start writing a story that I want to do that's kind of inspired by that, but not exactly that's how much can I get away with its inspiration based on or my version of if I see a movie or see like read a book and I think that they had a great idea, but stupid execution, right? That looks dumb. I can do a better job. Aren't I entitled as a creative to do a version of it that I think is superior? And what do I owe the other work? And I would say that maybe the difference in this case is what's being released and not released. If it's something that's just like out and about in the world, like a movie that's out there, then it's kind of fair game at that point to do my version of it. But if this is something that's not quite released or is smaller and you've been directly contacted by the team and then they're putting something out, that's where it feels like maybe it crosses a little bit of a line. And then you can see that they had contact with Digital Nas, who came into the picture during the, the Donda sessions in 2021, right? Oh, man, I have this screen dimmer on 
and okay there we go and digital nas came into the picture in 2021 and you can see here in november he says yo i want to come look at all the clothes i'm working under yay in music and design so it's like digital nas hits up this frankie person and says i'm working under yay let me come look at your clothes he's looking for designers and i want to bring you in so that's where it kind of like starts to blur the line. And as Frankie's saying, like, don't blame Digital Nas. He has no idea like who's to blame for this, but it's just he had contact with somebody on Ye's team, meaning that there's like this direct connection between his designs and ideas and what Ye then ended up putting out. I gave Kanye West managers, and I don't know if he's saying manager like Digital Nas or he had another contact that Digital Nas put him in touch with, several of my designs to give to Ye and A, I don't know who A is there, um, gave shoes a mask catalog and notes. Um, yeah, I guess that's the mask. Those are the shoes. Yay. And then there's this note. Yay is a hero to me, but somehow designs were, yeah. Note that says how much of a hero Kanye was to me. I would just love to work with him. Um, and then here he's getting these like, text messages for friends fast forward to about a month ago where I'm getting tagged and people asking me about this so because people in his world who knew of his glasses started seeing these glasses and probably knew of his connection to digital Nas you have this person being like can't help but think these were your idea and that's coming in there which starts to be like yeah outfits look like Frankie Baca um oh yeah the shades are there I didn't realize that that Ye was wearing them um... oh no that's that's not I thought that was Donda 2. That's not Donda 2. That's when he was at Rolling Loud and did Dirk. Okay. Uh, was like performed with Dirk. Did it? Uh, picture of Kanye West and Little Dirk. I asked Digital Nas about the situation. Been getting mad DMs. People saying Easy Gap. Uh, Am Amiri look like Frankie Baca. What do you all think? And does it seem like he was getting... Oh yeah, here, 29131 design. <laughs> I know I was just saying it looks similar. Maybe it could have swiped past Amiri's eyes and he just recreated it because that color palette with the combo of the orange tee with the color of the jersey is very close. And they're talking about that. And then Nas comes in and just says, yeah, Frankie, that's life. Which seems like pretty cold <laughs> in this situation. And it is something that like happens, right? People see what you're doing and they adapt it. I mean, you get smaller artists all the time that are putting stuff on SoundCloud that maybe have like a song with somebody and then their style gets bit by every single other producer or musician that's trying to use that to have like recreate the magic. And maybe like Nas is kind of just saying like, yeah, this is what happens. You put your things out there on social media and the world and people are going to start like riffing on it and using it as inspiration. That's life. But it seems particularly cold <laughs> given the fact that like Digital Nas was the one that reached out to him about this. But again, this is one side of the story. We have no idea what like Nas has said to Frankie between like then and now, what context there is, like what he said after this or before this. So that's one of the reasons why these things can be so difficult. I mean, we see this with social media all the time. I mean, even with uh, Boston Celtics, their coach, uh, M.A., is that his name? 
I didn't know of him until this like whole thing happened, but uh, it's said that he's suspended for a year. There's no reason given. And then it comes out that he had a consensual relationship with a staffer. And then suddenly all these people are like, why would you suspend him for that? It's a consensual relationship. Yeah, they work together. Yeah, he's the head coach, so has this position of power. But that doesn't mean it's a problem. People can have consensual relationships. You have NBA players like Matt Barnes coming to the coach's defense. And then more details come out. So it's like all these people have a reaction to the situation and feel so uh, like empowered in their opinion and so righteous in their opinion based on the little bit of information they have. And then it comes out that she broke up with him and he started like saying more things to her that he started crossing lines that it wasn't as simple as just a consensual relationship but that he started acting like weirder and when more of those details came out and even matt barnes made a video and was just like I don't support the guy. I take back everything I said. I have details that I can't tell anybody, but like, yeah, he deserved to be suspended. Like how quickly more information coming out changes how people react. So this of course is going to cause people to maybe feel a certain way and feel defensive of the creative. But again, we don't know the full story of this. So I'm still saying it's something that's worth bringing up because of the number of stories that we have and you can see the tabs up top but just keep in mind with any individual story we don't know what was said what was promised what happened uh the ways in which the creative might have like misstepped the ways in which people might have been patient up to a certain point and then lost patience so just keep that in mind before like tagging anybody attacking anybody like be a neutral party for a little bit. That's all I'm saying. Be a neutral party for a little bit. Um, here's another one. The brand Legendary 6 creators of the hat Yewar LP3 are going off about the Yeezy Gap uh, engineered by Balenciaga hat that allegedly rips off their design. So you can see here like what this looks like. And I have the hats. Right over here. And like... Right, how that hair get on it? But you can see it's like the, again, like we saw with the glasses, it's a similar shape, right? And of course, Ye has changed it. He's modified it. It looks better. Like this looks more streamlined, minimal, cooler, well done than this version of the hats. But this is also a hat that's engineered by Balenciaga, right? There's teams of people that have taken this idea and modified it to the point of making it like cool where this is like smaller creators that are doing their best and who knows what actually happened if they got paid for the idea up front if they got paid and were promised more and then never got more like we just like this but we didn't like the rest of it um but you can see probably where they're coming from with this and then here's the text message right can you guys pull up uh, KW requesting everyone in all black. Okay. Let me know ETA KW flying tonight. So sooner better, of course. Okay. Before 7.30, about an hour out. <clears throat> Edward, uh, HUD on this is going to share details of someone that will need to travel to LA out of New York City first thing tomorrow. Please help to sort as they're being uh, hats for this event. I'll have this shortly. Sorry for the delay. Okay. Confirmed at Ace Hotel downtown. 
And then please share sketches for Kanye West ASAP, right? Uh, particularly connecting it to the concepts above, it seems the decision is made to hold uh, for this event and do properly. Okay, so tomorrow is not happening, and okay. Uh, please work on a larger proposal of concepts. I may, sh I may share with K West and we'll connect direct. And then you see like the hat being worn here at Yeezy season three, right? Not Yeezy season three, the listening party three. That's Ye in Chicago, Kim next to him after before she came out to the show. That's the hat Ye's wearing. So he's wearing like the early version of this hat. And like you can see how it's got modified. Uh, I think they're saying that this was a hat that was made for Huddy. Yeah. So this was what they had posted as well. Like their hat was out. It was a hat in honor. And it's just like, man. Um, and then even this goes back. It's not just like recently. This goes back a little bit and kind of gets at what I'm talking about in terms of inspiration and the way in which inspiration is like how complicated it can be. So Kanye West accuses stealing jacket design from homeless teen for the life of Pablo. So this is the life of Pablo jackets. And you may remember the page from the life of Pablo recording sessions where there was a notebook that people started signing and it was a track list for the album. And it's just like people that were coming through the studio started signing it and it became this really cool thing as more and more pictures were posted of it. And we we're seeing the people that were in the studio and we're just like, oh my God, are they going to be on the album? Are they going to be on the album? Look how many people have come through and like barely any of them ended up being on the album. But they turned it into a jacket and they sold it. Like you can see Courtney there. You can see Puff was there, uh, some of the names. But the rapper turned fashion designer is currently under fire for his denim jacket, most recently sold in the Life of Apollo pop-up shop in New York earlier this month, capital or lowercase y, mostly for its resemblance to a similar jacket from the 90s worn by Tweaky Dave, a famous runway uh, runaway youth from Los Angeles who has now passed away. The main uproar comes from San Francisco-based multimedia artist Jim Goldberg, who featured Dave in his book Raised by Wolves in 1995, and who now claims that Wes stole the look and has amassed wealth from the jacket without properly attributing credit to Dave and his legacy. I would say amassed wealth is a stretch because I don't know how many of these actually sold, but I doubt that it was like $200,000 or like millions of dollars from this jacket. But I get the, the implication, right? He made money off of this. For the jacket to become sold as fashion, it really put me over the edge, said Goldberg. The spirit and intention of Kanye could be right, but the manner in which he is presenting it is wrong. All meaning has been lost. He's forgetting history, not acknowledging where that design came from is wrong. I would say that's kind of the major thing here is the acknowledgments. We're not seeing like acknowledgement for the hat. We're not seeing acknowledgement for the glasses. Uh, we're not going to see acknowledgement for this <laughs> right there. And it's just like for someone that wants acknowledgement so much and wants these companies to treat him with like the dignity and the respect it seems like these younger like smaller artists are kind of getting crushed in the process of potentially working with yay and there's still something that they're getting from the experience right like you're a moth to the flame but you're so close to the flame that you can end up getting singed and it would just be nice to know what's going on and is there a process that can be put in place to maybe have some of these artists come away feeling less 
uh, taken advantage of, and it seems how they have been. But while none uh, can defiantly, definitely say that West was inspired by Dave's jacket specifically for his collection, we can definitely relate to stories of a history or importance of something to a specific culture being forgotten by a designer who showcases it in their latest campaign. Uh, they didn't need that sentence. They should have just gone with this. Plus, it's very much so possible. What? Plus, it's very much so possible that West could have taken Dave's jacket for inspiration, seeing as how he was. He has been seeing wearing. Okay, uh, a Tweaky Dave replica jacket before. So this is Yay in this photo wearing the Tweaky Dave replica jacket. Right. And you can see the comparison again, not one for one, but it's writing on a denim jacket. And of course, this one is more like graffiti. It's more like rough and tumble of the streets. But it's a similar concept where you can see yay sampling, right? Like taking the idea, doing his version of it. And it just gets to that part of the conversation of at what point or how do you acknowledge it? Because in music, it's just the, the credits. You have the credits. In fashion, there aren't credits. So at what point are you required to say like, hey, Tweaky Dave versus just the people should know this is Tweaky Dave. And if you understand it, you understand it. And if not, you'll eventually learn it uh, how we all just did. And it's a weird conversation uh, because as I was talking about it, where people fight over it in art all the time too. A lot of people just do it as like nods. A lot of the time you have these references to other works, like movies have references, poems have references. T.S. Eliot in the, the love song of J. Alfred Prufrock has this line about um, rolling something into a ball and it's a twist on Andrew Marvell's poem where he talks about like rolling time into a ball and in Marvell's poem, it's about seduction. He's wooing this woman uh, with this beautiful flowery language. And in Love Song of J. Alfred Prufrock, it's the opposite. Uh, Eliot's making the reference to show how inept Prufrock is, how small he feels, where Marvell's character had all of this confidence, all of this masculine confidence. And Prufrock is this 20th century man that's paralyzed and has no confidence. So making the reference to the line is this great concept and idea. Nobody's accusing T.S. Eliot of plagiarism in that sense. They're not saying, how dare he not credit Andrew Marvell? It's just like, you should get the reference, or if not, it's just a cool line. And it's like, is this a bad thing? Like, does it have to be like credited? Can you not just have the reference without like saying it? Should you get mad over this? And I would say in this case, no, but this case <laughs> it's more complicated, right? Because this isn't something that was like broadly released by a major person and he's doing an adaptation. It's like someone that was contacted for work and designs and we don't know if they were paid for it or what, but they left incredibly unhappy with the situation. And then lastly, we have this Kanye West accused of stealing Donda logo from black owned company. And we made a video on this when it came out. This is actually like a common, what is it like Jews for Christ? There's like a whole like subset of, I don't know if it's Christianity or Judaism, but like a mix of the two of them where it's like, Jews who believe more in Christianity, but still identify as Jewish. 
And this is a logo or like a symbol they've been using for a long time. So while this in and of itself is unique, it's like not original in that way. It has the original elements of that infinity sign or that eight that's there, but Ye's not using that. So just having like the Jewish star, the star of David in and of itself with a cross in it isn't necessarily stealing, uh, but it gets more complicated when you start getting into the story. So. Uh, the 44-year-old allegedly stole the logo design from the black-owned business, according to Randy Dawkins, creative director of the fashion line Infinity Gods. Dawkins told Daily Beast that West merch features a direct copy of the design featured on his brand's t-shirt and hoodies. It's disappointing, Dawkins told the outfit, we don't have any bad vibes or bad feelings toward him. We actually like the dude, but how he handled business? Well, that's another story. <clears throat> um... Here, Ye's personal executive chef, Willie Wallace, first contacted Infinity Gods in late July, Dawkins claimed. The two men were friends, he alleged, who crossed paths through another one of the Jesus Walks rapper's chefs, Travis Reese. I was on the phone directly talking to Kanye, Dawkins revealed. He was like, bro, I really love your design. It's really dope. When can I meet you to talk about your process? So Ye specifically saw this design, really liked it, and wanted to talk. On July 26, Dawkins said he and his crew drove from Miami to Atlanta to meet with West in his studio. The conversation was pretty general, he continued. He just wanted to understand our process. We explained it to him and broke it down. He was loving the whole idea, the whole design. He started to sell his dreams about doing business with him, Dawkins claimed. He asked us to hang around for dinner, and we ate dinner with them. At the end of the meeting, he told us he was going to keep in contact with us, but never did. Much like getting invited to Miami. Uh, Reese allegedly called the label a week later and admitted he saw the company's logo design on West's t-shirts. Dawkins also told the publication that the Chicago Natives business manager reached out to Infinity Gods. However, no solution has been made. Reese was also fired as West's personal chef. Man. Uh, to see him move in this type of way, like a misjudgment of his character for me. Uh, from one black artist to another black artist, he could have said, I see what you got going on. Let's help you gain some exposure, some visibility. That's all we ask. Western Infinity Gods reps did not respond to the post request for comments. So it's like that situation. You have these people that like all say they have no hard feelings towards Ye, which is maybe just something you say in the situation. But I think generally they all had good experiences with Ye. I mean, people that have met him, aside from people that get the go find god text but from all the st stories i've heard even from my meeting with him and seeing him in person he was very like genuine he was very calm he was cool like he gave you attention and i feel like people that have had this experience really felt a connection with him and then don't understand what happened in the aftermath of their work getting used and them not receiving the credit, not receiving the payments. So I would like to hear like Ye's team side of the story and get some clarity on this because the number of people that have come up saying the same thing is starting to get a bit concerning. And I'm not making this video to be critical of Ye or be like, aha, everybody look at this. But it seems like there is something going wrong in the communication process and you know just wanting to maybe do whatever little parts we can in bringing some light to it and maybe hopefully helping some of these smaller artists or in the future like helping yay and the yeezy team not get accused of this right because clearly something has gone wrong and if they're doing everything right 
it should be known. And if things are going wrong, I feel like it should be known. So I just thought this was worth putting out there. Um, might not be everybody's cup of tea and you might see some mean comments down below, but know that it's coming from a good place. It's not coming from a, a fake fan place. But uh, and if anybody from the Yay team wants to reach out and let us know or uh, wants more details, I don't know what I can provide that you wouldn't already have. But, you know, we'll gladly talk to anybody. So that's it for this video. Until next time, stay wavy and keep it loopy. Cheers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.